Hello everyone, I'm delighted to welcome you to the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. My name is Bolu TV. I'm an integrative health and wellness coach and founder of Magni Essence Coaching, which was created to help you reconnect with yourself, magnify your essence and reveal your magnificence. For those of you who are new to my podcast, let me share why I started it. You see, to lead meaningful lives, we all need purpose. To fulfill our purpose, we need power. And to be truly powerful, we need to tune into a space of peace. My podcasts bring you information and inspiration that help you activate the power, purpose and peace you need to be the change you want to see in the world. Of course, in a healthy, happy and sustainable way. This sixth episode is on a much undervalued aspect of our lives. In my previous podcasts, I shared the first five pillars of a nutritious life. If you've not done so yet, I invite you to listen to those podcasts later on so you can learn more about what you could do in your lives for better energy levels, more vitality, more serenity, not to mention looking and feeling great. The Eight Pillars of a Nutritious Life is an approach that was created by Kerry Glassman, who's an American celebrity nutritionist, registered dietitian, healthy cooking expert and published author. As I share each of the pillars, I will also share tips on how best to practice them in your life. Pillar number six, sleep deep. Have you ever heard the expression, I'll sleep when I'm dead? Although that may sound like a good idea because you feel you need 48 hours each day and between you and I probably have a chronic case of fear of missing out, otherwise known as FOMO. Sleep deprivation can actually reduce your ability to function at optimal levels and in some cases could lead to some serious health issues. A lack of sleep can affect growth hormone production, especially in children and adolescents. These hormones help build muscle mass and repair cells and tissue, which is why we have the expression beauty sleep given the importance of sleep for our skin. Now, before you say that you're not a child or adolescent, let me share this with you. Adults with acquired growth hormone deficiency typically have high levels of fat in their blood, as well as high cholesterol. This isn't due to poor diet, but rather to changes in the body's metabolism caused by low levels of growth hormone. Adults with acquired growth hormone deficiency are thus at greater risk of diabetes and heart disease. To compound this, when we don't sleep enough, we crave junk food. Let me share why. Sleeping affects the levels of two hormones, leptin and ghrelin. These hormones control feelings of hunger and fullness. Leptin sends signals to your brain that you had enough to eat. Without enough sleep, your brain reduces leptin and raises ghrelin, which is an appetite stimulant. The flux of these hormones could explain nighttime snacking or why someone may overeat later at night. 
I'm sure some of you know exactly what I mean. I've been there too, I get it. A lack of sleep can also contribute to weight gain by making you feel too tired to exercise. And that's not all. Sleep deprivation also prompts your body to release higher levels of insulin after you eat. Insulin controls your blood sugar level and higher insulin levels promote fat storage and increase your risk of type 2 diabetes. As if this were not all, much, too much, reducing your nighttime sleep by as little as one and a half hours for just one night could reduce in a reduction of daytime alertness by as much as, guess what, 32%. Yes, you heard me right. 1.5 hours less and there goes 32% alertness. This in turn affects your memory and cognitive ability. So, you don't have enough time, then you sleep less, and then you need even more time to process and do things because you're less alert. It's a vicious cycle, really. Now you may ask, how much sleep do I need, really? Although some people claim they're fine with five hours of sleep, Research indicates that most of us mere mortals require between seven and nine hours a day. The way I see it, we don't live in a perfect world. You may think eight hours sounds like heaven, and as we're still on earth, you're not quite ready for that level of ideal. And I hear you. What I'd say to you is that it's better to take a step in the right direction than do nothing at all. A good start could be going to bed, no matter how many hours you're sleeping, latest by 11 p.m. Why? Because every hour that you sleep before midnight is equivalent to sleeping double that amount after midnight. Now let me share a few tips on how to sleep better with you. Tip number one, be regular. Having regular sleep routines helps regulate your inner clock. Following an irregular sleep schedule has been linked to poor sleep quality and duration. To incentivize you, you may want to download an app that tracks your sleep so you can see progress and be motivated. The starting point, however, is committing to yourself you will sleep better and more. Now, as I've shared, you have so many reasons to sleep. It should be less difficult to prioritize this essential activity. Schedule your sleep like an important appointment. Tip number two, calm down before bedtime. Adopting a relaxing routine before bed can help you get in the mood to sleep. For example, listening to calming music has been shown to help improve sleep quality with certain people. You may also like taking a bath, reading or getting a massage. Whatever tickles your fancy. Tip number three. Create a comfortable environment. Sleeping in a quiet, dark room at a comfortable temperature can help you sleep better. You see, being too active before bed when it's too warm or too noisy, doesn't really help. 
We're all different, so find out what works best for you. Tip number four, minimize stimulants. Studies have linked caffeine, alcohol, and nicotine to poorer sleep quality. Try to avoid caffeine in the afternoon and evening. And if you have trouble sleeping, you may also wish to avoid nicotine and alcohol and see how it goes. Tip number five, reduce exposure to electronics. The excessive use of cell phones and electronics has been associated with poor sleep quality. Even exposure to bright room lights before bed may negatively affect your sleep. The best is not to expose yourself to TV, computer or phone lights up to two hours before you sleep. I can hear some of you groaning at the thought. You can also get apps to dim the light on your phone and computer. In any case, do your best. Tip number seven, exercise more. Studies have shown that being inactive is associated with poor sleep. And on the other hand, getting exercise during the day may help you sleep better at night. So please keep up with your physical activity, which as you know, is so good for your health. Now, I've shared the sixth pillar of a nutritious life and seven tips on how you can sleep better. By investing the time and energy to sleep better, we not only feel more rejuvenated and at peace, but we also feel more powerful on our quest to fulfill our purpose. Thank you for listening and investing in your power and purpose through peace. I'd love you to share this podcast with others if you found it interesting and invite you to share your comments with me. Till the next podcast, I wish you all many magnificent experiences. Hello everyone. I'm delighted to welcome you to the Power and Purpose Through Peace podcast. My name is Volu TV. I'm an integrative health and wellness coach and founder of Magni Essence Coaching, which was created to help you reconnect with yourself, magnify your essence and reveal your magnificence. For those of you who are new to my podcast, let me share why I started it. You see, to lead meaningful lives, we all need purpose. To fulfill our purpose, we need power. And to be truly powerful, we need to tune into a space of peace. My podcasts bring you information and inspiration that help you activate the power, purpose, and peace you need to be the change that you want to see in the world. Of course, in a healthy, happy, and sustainable way. This episode is on a part of our lives which are known to many is at the root of many ailments, both mental and physical. It's thus worth paying attention and addressing it, thus thereby elevating many other issues one may be facing. In my previous podcast, I shared the first six pillars of a nutritious life. If you've not done so yet, I invite you to listen to those podcasts later on so that you may learn more about what you could do in your lives for better energy levels, more vitality, more serenity, not to mention looking and feeling great. The Eight Pillars of a Nutritious Life is an approach that was created by Kerry Glassman 
an American celebrity nutritionist, registered dietitian, healthy cooking expert, and published author. As I share each of the pillars, I will also share my tips on how best to practice them in your life. Pillar number seven, stress less. Now, no one will argue with the fact that the right amount of stress can keep us motivated and working hard. It's also true that too much stress actually takes its toll on our well-being. I can tell you from personal experience that it's simply not worth the cost physically and emotionally, especially as it can be avoided with some simple and practical tips. Unknown to many, stress is at the root of many illnesses and is thus a wellness threat that wears many, many hats. It sabotages our healthy eating habits by contributing to inflammation, increasing appetite, and causing sugar cravings. Yes, you know what I mean. It even saps energy you could have used to work out and get fit. Stress also takes its toll on relationships, which as we know are important to our well-being. So if you get your stress levels down and keep them down, you are most definitely going to have a happier and healthier life. Yes, of course, stress is a part of modern life. Managing it, however, allows us to live modern lives whilst fully maintaining our physical, mental and emotional health. In other words, more peace and power. Isn't that an uplifting thought? Now, here are some tips about stressing less. Tip number one, be the master of your mind. This is an essential skill to have. And what I mean here is basically learning to be able to focus on what you want and what you actually have control over versus being pulled into all kinds of what if scenarios that are most of the time figments of our very fertile imaginations. You see, when we learn to still our minds, to be in the present moment, to tune into the power of now, to focus on what we can do as opposed to what we can't do, we feel more empowered and less overwhelmed. Practicing meditation is a great way to learn to still the mind and focus at will. Often, I find that the very thing I need is right before my gaze when I simply become still and open to receiving. It's like magic. Perspective is really key to our state of mind. Tip number two, managing precious time. One thing we all have the same amount of is the time in each day. Now, some people seem to achieve a great deal with apparent ease, whilst others seem to be constantly frazzled and always stressed, whilst not necessarily achieving much. I'm sure we've all felt like we needed more hours in a day to get things done. One simple tip is to write down four to six aspects of our lives that are important to us. It could be health, family, career, relationships, financial abundance, etc. Once we're clear about our main goals, these are the things that our time should be focused on. Any activities that further our progress in these aspects are important. 
Next, you may want to make a list of all the things you want to do each week and day. Then you should allocate time to each of the activities. Note, if there are things on your list which are not furthering your main goals and which you can either simply stop doing or delegate, then do so. For example, it may be great to make an elaborate healthy gourmet meal for dinner every evening, but is it really required? Can't you make it less often? But then get your family involved so that it's a time that you spend together for sticking up health, family and relationships all at once. And the other days, by all means keep it healthy. Do also keep it simple so that eating healthy does not become a source of stress in itself. Tip number three, take care of the basics. Remember that the more we wish to achieve and the more we expect from ourselves, the more we need to care for our bodies and minds. We will not expect a professional athlete to perform on a flimsy diet and a lifestyle that does not support excellent performance mentally and physically, will we? Guess what? It's the same for you. In order to live as fully as possible without unnecessary stress, we need to get the basics right. And paying attention to the other seven pillars of a nutritious life is a great way to start. When we live with intention and organize our lives, it becomes so much easier to do more as we've given ourselves the structure and support to do so. Do listen to the other episodes that give you tips on how to eat empowered, nurture more, drink up, and much more. Tip number four, manage expectations. One of the main sources of stress is biting off more than we can chew. Saying yes to things that we're simply incapable of delivering or unable to deliver at a cost that is okay for us. Now, let me basically clarify this. When we do things that cost us too much, this causes far too much tension. It's not worth it. Although we may like to help out or not like to disappoint, it's better to under-promise and over-deliver. It's also important to learn that sometimes the wisest thing to do is to reassess along the way and revise the objectives so that we always feel empowered. One great skill is the ability to say no. When someone would like you to do something that you don't have the time for or simply don't wish to do, it's best to say no to them. Because if you say yes, this will result in stress and resentment that goes with taking too much on your plate and suffering the consequences. Saying no may be tough for some people. You know, those people who are people pleasers. And we've all been there at some stage in our lives. But it certainly is a great skill to have and may just be the key to more balance in some relationships. I'm sure you know exactly what I mean. Now, if you find it really hard to say no, then imagine that saying no means saying yes to yourself. We'll discuss this in another podcast. For now, let me share with you the next tip.
Tip number five, relax, have fun, rejuvenate. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I'm sure we've heard this before. There is so much wisdom in these words. Now there's also the expression, work hard, play hard. Some of us have certainly taken on board, work hard and forgotten all about play hard. So life becomes a constant chore and we don't leave our bodies and minds the time to rest and recuperate so that we may actually rejuvenate. Ovid, the famous Roman poet, expressed this perfectly when he said, take rest. A field that has rested yields a beautiful crop. Need I say more? Only the other day, after working quite intensely for a few weeks, I decided I needed a break. Yes, there was external pressure to keep up the pace, but I knew that I needed to simply have fun, enjoy myself and remember why I was working hard in the first place. So I took a break and convinced my friend and business partner to come along with me. We had a marvellous time and guess what, the next week we were so much more productive. So remember, taking a break may be just what you need to get better results. Now I've shared the seventh pillar of a nutritious life and five tips on how to stress less. By investing the time and energy to support ourselves, we not only feel more rejuvenated and at peace, but we also feel more powerful and centered as we pursue our life goals. Thank you all for listening and investing in your power and purpose through peace. I'd love you to share this podcast with others if you found it interesting and invite you to share your comments with me. Till the next podcast, I wish you all many magnificent experiences. Thank you.